Welcome to the Lounge SD Podcast, a bi-weekly podcast where three dudes from San Diego have a few drinks and discuss a few variety of topics. Yes! <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> um, I'm today's host. My name is Robert. And joining me are... I'm Alan. And I'm Randy. And on this episode, we're trying something new. Um, we're freeballing, or if you're a rapper, freestyling this. Um, and it's just really going to, to really turn into the Lounge SD, as if it's just three friends hanging out in someone's garage, drinking and having a good old time. Fully vaccinated. Fully vaccinated. Whoa. Masks Whoa. off. Oh, yeah. yeah, masks off. <laughs> well, real quick, I don't know if it's a normal thing for people to be hanging out in a garage, because you mentioned that. As if everybody just hangs out in a garage. I think we kind of need to go into a little backstory well, on, on why. In the East Coast, would they be hanging out in basements? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm, I think there's attics. A, more likely. Um, but I think I think we can actually, right off the bat, just uh, go into this little topic on the history of the lounge and why you mentioned the garage. Um, just real quick, I'm going to talk about it. Uh the history and the reason why we came up with the Lounge SD name is because uh, many moons ago, what, 10 years ago now? Oh, at least. More than that, Easy. I think, right? Yeah, more than that. Yeah. Um, Easy. We all used to hang out at uh, someone's house in their garage. And it was kind of like a hookah lounge. And it was dubbed as The Lounge. Um, and it was a place where we all just hung out uh, after work and everything like that. Or even before work or whenever time or we would call into work <laughs> yeah call into oh work or whatever um and we would yeah. just hang out uh sorry. you guys sorry pizza smoked tuka? <laughs> oh yeah um you guys smoked tuka. i was never really uh into that but you know i would join allegedly um, smoked al- oh yeah 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 um and play video games watch movies shoot the shit drink and all that good stuff so i think that's uh where we got the idea of the podcast to begin with was that we wanted to continue that vibe um, even though we're apart. So that's a little backstory. But there's What's a up? reason why we call it the Lounge SD. Was was the actual name the Lounge as a podcast already taken or something? Uh, I think it was too vague. Yeah, because there's lots of things called the Lounge. Mm-hmm. Um, even the Lounge SD now is, is uh, split. <laughs> uh, I know we mentioned it a few times, but there's actually a club in San Diego called the Lounge SD. Um, so we had the name first. I'll just say that, but, uh, yeah, that's one reason why we didn't just stick with the lounge. Cause if you just Google the lounge that there's so many things that come up with that. So I wanted to specify SD, especially considering we wanted to talk about San Diego specific topics. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to put that name out there. Uh, but yeah, that's how we got to the lounge SD and that's how we got to this, uh, podcast. Um, before we move on, um, you guys did mention that we were going to be three dudes taking a drink or drinking drinks. So I just want to get a little drink drink going. Oh, yeah. You guys want to hold up your cups? Yeah. And clink, clink, clink. Cheers. Clink, clink. Cheers. Chin, chin. Oh, my cup is my, my cup is closed. I totally left the lid on when I drink it. Randy, what are you drinking? So... uh. I've been on that Dr. Pepper and Jack Daniels kick. Um, I am a huge fan of Jack and Coke, but uh, Dr. Pepper just, just it just hits differently. It's so much smoother than Coke. So 
Uh, anytime I pour myself a drink, it's most likely going to be a Dr. Dr. Jack. Um, this one specifically is about two and a half shots in here. Uh, trying to feel pretty loose. That tends to be my go-to. So, Rob, I saw you had something. What, what do you have over there? I'm representing SD today. Um, still making my way through uh, a six-pack that I purchased last episode. Um, but this is a peanut butter milk stout from Belching Beaver Brewery here mm. in uh, Oceanside, California. Hmm. Okay. And what you got, Alan? Um, I had just came home from a quick jaunt up the five to Irvine. Uh, my mom, I think, is celebrating like her 20th wedding anniversary to my stepdad. I thought you were going to say birthday. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) (laughs) No, she's celebrating her 20th wedding anniversary. So um, my stepdad was like, yeah, go find yourself a ring. Let me know how much it costs and I'll pick it up. And I'm like, dang, that's not fun. But I mean, they have a different, (laughs) they have a different relationship. And so we went up there and she was, she was shopping for a ring with my sister and I actually was checking out Tesla oh. uh, while I was there. And we I had just came back. So anyway, I came from Irvine Spectrum. And they had a coffee place called Black Dot Coffee. And I thought I was going to need it because I was getting pretty tired on my way home. We just got done eating dinner. And now I was eating, I was drinking this Vietnamese coffee. And Ooh, the strong stuff. Yeah, it's it's strong. It's hecka strong. So, okay. <laughs> so I'm just sipping it. Um, if I don't get to it, if I don't finish it by the end of the night, it's just going into the trash. Because just because I can't, I I was assuming I was going to use drink a lot more of it. But so yeah, black dot coffee I'm having right now, especially because I hope to be playing some video games after this. <laughs> I was going to say, for the listeners that don't know, we're recording this at, what is it, 8.15 at night right now? On and Sunday. Alan's drinking coffee. Yeah, on a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Bold I also, move. I also don't yeah. have work until 10 a.m. tomorrow, so I am oh. have a little bit of time. Yeah, That's nice. Oh, man. Do you guys have like a, as an adult or like as a dad, like I have the coffee cutoff time. I know I shouldn't be drinking coffee like anywhere after like 3 or 4 p.m. because it's just going to keep me wide awoke. Usually three o'clock for me is my last okay. coffee, but that's usually to get me to the end of the work shift. Oof, gotcha. I don't really have anything. Like most nights, I don't go to bed till around midnight anyways, so I don't really think about it. Like sometimes I'll have like a frappuccino or something and it'll be like five o'clock at night or something like that. It doesn't really mess with me though. Like I don't think caffeine really jacks me up like that. But then again, like I said, even if I have a frappuccino at five o'clock at night. I'm still up until midnight anyways. He's up you know because what I mean? like, at midnight, that's when I'll have his frappuccino. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Nasty. <laughs> so uh, how about we get into these recaps? What have you guys been up to uh, these last two weeks? I'm going to start with Alan. What you got, bro? Um, Again, hello. Hi, healthcare worker. So I was, I did my You're first. So essential. Yeah, so so essential. Don't hit me with that non-essential <laughs> bee's knees, bro. So so front, so line, so front line. Oh um, God, I feel like you rehearsed that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I look myself in the mirror every morning. I'm Alan, you are a frontliner. You got this. No one can tell you otherwise. <laughs> Here we go. Who's a frontliner? You are a frontliner. 
<laughs> so, so um, I did two shifts this week on Thursday and Saturday at the Del Mar Superstation in San Diego. My work is manning the site. So UCSD has been manning the Petco Park site and Sharp. These are the healthcare systems in San Diego. Sharp has been working the Chula Vista Mall super site. And then there's a vaccination station in CSU San Marcos. I don't know who did that. I think it's either Palomar or Arch. And then my job, my company, uh, Scripps, is heading the Del Mar Superstation. And we're ramping up our efforts. Uh, Saturday, we did 1,500 vaccinations. And just on Saturday alone? Just on Saturday. Not even Saturday, full day. Saturday morning. Oh, so yeah. between between 8 and 12 was our last, last one. So we had... We had 1,500 people come through, and it's a drive-through, and it was great. I was asking people by the time they got to me, and I was the vaccinator, I was asking them, how long have you been waiting to, to get to this point of vaccination? And they said, 15 minutes tops. Sick. Yeah, whereas my wife waited at the Petco Park site for three hours one time. Jesus. Yeah, so it's... It's it's a little bit better. I mean, when you're introducing a, you know thousands of vehicles into the downtown metro area and having them wait for 15 minutes for observation, you're just asking for a bad time. Wait, where um, are the car? Like, where's the station at at Petco? Like, is it it's in, in Petco? No, no, no. It's in the parking lot, like one of the like, like over by the train, the trolley station. Right. So when you know when you come over the bridge from the convention center, yeah, the little drawbridge. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's on the end of the drawbridge. That's where, that's the parking lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where where the Comic Con like uh, the offsite experience stuff is. Right. So imagine having thousands of cars yeah. lining up. Like that is not that horrible. big. And that's then, crazy. <laughs> and then you got a trolley. Like, <laughs> come like, on, that's out. nuts. Like, I know. It's so that's just. I think they just use that site because that's the biggest site they could have used in the county. Um, first and foremost, and it was so centralized in San Diego. Yeah. But now you have a super station in Del Mar, and we're ramping up our efforts to fit up to 10,000 people a day. That's dope. Yeah. So if you've ever been to Del Mar Fair, it's in one of the ex- exhibition halls, but they opened up all the the doors that people can walk in and out of. Like during It's the like Del normally Mar where they have the... Uh... The horse, the right, horse uh, right. things. <laughs> yeah. So it's normally where they have the horse stuff. And then you would just drive through and one of the buildings can host up to 4,000 cars. Another building can host up to 6,000. That's sick. So, so yeah, because you have the people that have to wait in line to get the shot. Then you have all the people waiting the 15 minutes. Yeah. Because obviously the shot doesn't take long. You're just no. waiting really for the 15 minute people right. to leave. And then you can kind of move. Right. So once they get the shot, they go to our observation area, which is pretty much just a parking lot where everyone parks for their Del Mar Fair. And then there's doctors, nurses, bless you, whoever's in the background. Golly. <laughs> Golly. Um, so it's the parking lot where everyone parks for the Del Mar Fair. And they have clinicians, doctors, nurses, EMTs, paramedics, everybody on site, just in case of an anaphylactic reaction, which is swelling of the throat, swelling of the tongue. 
uh, trouble reading. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Jabba, the, cue the Jabba the Hut getting choked out tongue. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what I've been up to. Um, also, I just want to put it out there. I applied for a new position. Oh, there we go. Is it, is it doggy? <laughs> <laughs> you got to apply for that. <laughs> Mission, missionary. Yeah. I like to keep it. The OG, huh? I like to keep it Catholic. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> Horrible. Just the way the good God intended. Anyway, so. <laughs> Gosh. Um, no, so I applied for a position for a managerial position and hoping to hear back this week. Uh, but I always tell people onwards and upwards in, of the company. There you go. So Hell don't want yeah. to be complacent. I feel like having one employee of the month uh, for the month of February. I just want to, I want to see what's next for me. And that was always my step forward was an administration. Dope. So, Dope. Oh, also Happy. another, another thing that, another thing that's been up with me was my, I, today was the last day of February. And oh, you guys yeah. know what I was doing in February on my, I sure do. Goodness. I was I sure posting do. a different shoe every day. I was wearing a different shoe every day and I was posting it. Um, do you guys know what shoes I was wearing today? Oh, I do. I do. You let, you saved the best or the the hottest one for of last. the heaters for last yeah, for sure. Heaters. You guys want to let the you guys want to let the listeners know what I was wearing? Oh, absolutely. Today? I don't want to mess with the title. I don't know it off the top. So go oh, ahead just the Travis Scott, the Travis Scott ones. You could just say that. Yeah, you could just say Those that. Oh, Travis Scott one highs specifically. Mm. Yeah. There it is. So. Yeah. Uh, saved it for last. Also saved it for the Cactus Jack oh, McDonald's jersey. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Rob, you have some Cactus Jack swag, right? You got the PlayStation Cactus. Oh Jack? yeah, the crew neck somewhere around here. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. One of the one of the workers at the, one of the stores in the Irvine Spectrum was like, "Hey man, like your jersey? It was a bot central that day, huh?" And I'm like, mm, "You just suck at at buying Cactus oh. Jack." Damn. Got him. Suck my guy. But let me ask you guys. Obviously, Travis Scott's are the most, the probably the best heat that I have. But of all the shoes that I posted, which one was your favorite? I'm trying to think. Oh, the Game Royal. Game Royal ones. Ooh. Those those I'm so bummed that I didn't get those. It's just it's just like the the royal ones like I have, but with white accents instead of black. And I don't know what it was like. Recently, I haven't really been into shoes. Like, don't get me wrong, I rock heat all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's just buying <laughs> buying flex. shoes. Yeah, like I I mean, yeah, I flex all the time. So, but tell, I don't, the, I haven't, tell the listeners what you're wearing right now, by the way. Oh, I'm rocking my my. No, I gotta put this out there. It was for my birthday. I didn't buy this myself. I would never buy this myself. But the wife went out for my birthday, and got me the uh, Mitchell and Ness. Uh, what is this? Ninety six? Oh, ninety seven, ninety eight. Uh, Michael Jordan jersey, the authentic mm-hmm. black. Uh, the black one. Yep. Um, so was there alternate that year? Yeah, just fire. And what hat? Um, what hat? By the way. I'm rocking my Supreme uh, Satin. Bogo. Satin. <laughs> satin. It is, you have to put that out there because it's, Hit him it's, with the, it's satin, the only bro. It's the only one that came out. The black on black Ooh, satin. Didn't uh, know that. Okay. 
six panel they don't make them they don't make them anymore so gotta put that out there um what was i talking about oh yeah so i'm not i'm not really buying shoes uh i didn't go out at all today (laughs) i'm quarantining again adidas Adidas slides to the mailbox actually when i I went to walk the dogs i was i was wearing my triple triple red harachis oh Um, some beater heaters basically yeah so yeah some beater heat um but yeah, so I haven't been getting shoes as much, um, but I really wanted that pair for some reason, just because I don't have a lot of white shoes. Um, so I wanted to add that to the re- to the rotation, um, but I got a big old L on that one. So when Alan mm-hmm. got the dub, I was pretty salty about it. But hey, at least somebody ate. I'm all for mm-hmm. the fam Thank eating. You. All right, Rob, eat. what was your favorite shoe? Of the rotation, you, you can also say, buddy, I didn't watch your Instagram story. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't I watch know. them, but I, I'm not into the shoe game as hard as a normal. I mean, just like the entry level sneakerheads, I'm sure. So there's just shoes where I'm like, those look tight. <laughs> um, I don't, I so I don't think they got a moment to shine. But did you rock the the Travis Scott dunks? I don't have those. I thought you had dunks. I had the lows. You had the lows. Yeah, the high and the lows. Sold, the same. That's what it is. Okay, so you have the yeah. Travis Scott. I sold the lows. lows. Yeah. Oh, so that's that's why they didn't show up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what a flex to have both versions. I do remember when you when you were like when you had one both and you were like, I can't believe I hit yeah. twice, dude. I, I um, can't. Yeah. That's that's nuts, man. Um, yeah, I mean, you have a lot that I, I that I dig. Any any Air Jordan ones, I'm gonna be a fan of. Um, but yeah, sorry, man. I don't. I don't know. Sneaks, sneaks well enough to be like, oh. Uh, can you? Can, I just want to put this out there. We have been very, very, very lucky when it comes Ooh, to getting. Do shoes. I know where this like, is going? I don't. Go. Do I know? I don't where this know. Is go? Yeah, you know where it's going. You know where it's going. Like when the Yeezys first started dropping, I just start. I we just started getting into shoes. Well, no, I just started getting into shoes, and right off the bat, Yeezy seven fifties triple blacks got mm-hmm. a pair of those and i was like oh okay let's go then right after i got the pirate black 350s and those i rock all the time like those those are always <laughs> in the rotation I put them on to sleep sometimes right, i'm just like the, the heel cup so on nasty. he just like walks around with like their slides oh goodness oh, god <laughs> kill me now no but like and then just all the other shoes that we get you know and then now that i'm essentially Kind of out of the game. Alan's just coming up with all the heat. Like we got the the fours, fours? recently. Fours? Sorry, Rob. I which, know you're fours? which fours? You got to tell the, them. the union. The union oh, fours. Goodness. Rob <laughs> wanted the black <laughs> ones. Rob wanted the black ones, while Alan and I got the white ones. Um. Yeah, I wasn't even trying. Like, like I said, I wasn't trying to get them for myself. I was actually trying to get a pair for Alan, and uh, Alan ended up getting a pair, and I got a pair. Hashtag yeah, manual boys, Manuel. you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So <laughs> we ended up both getting a pair, and like I said, it wasn't even my size. What was I gonna do with it? So I resold them. Um, I'm not trying to claim to be a reseller. Uh, I think that on our level, it's not that big of a deal if we just get one pair and we sell it. But uh, that was a nice uh, fourteen hundred dollars mm. that mm-hmm. ended up in our pockets. What do so you do with I'm the fourteen hundred dollars? uh hello ps5 so, <laughs> ps5 paid yeah, for i will cash. say that and, and yeah. i paid off some other stuff but 
basically the I, most I will PS5. say that I too got them and the initial intention was to wear them. And then I saw the resale value skyrocket. And I think when Randy sold his at 1400 and I was like, damn, I have this, I have this wedding coming up. Um, we're moving out soon. I, I want to go to Hawaii. Actually the book, the trip to Hawaii was already booked. So I'm like, I, I really want to do these things. So I ended up selling mine for about almost just short of 1600. So what I ended up doing was I ended up paying for um, most of the expenses for the wedding. Like, so all the marriage fees, uh, licensing fees. Uh, I also paid for the dinner and the dinner. Like th- I think it was just my family and her family, but immediate. And we had it outside and it was catered by uh, California Pizza Kitchen. Dude, yeah. you went with CPK? Shout out. Dang, you get that original barbecue hey man, chicken I'm not, pizza? I'm not trying to get all fancy schmancy like on my Nancy. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, <Dang. goodness>. also, <laughs> I practiced that in the mirror. Fancy, schmancy, Nancy. No, but I'm, wow. I wasn't trying to get fancy or anything right. just because I didn't want to get fancy. And then people were like, this food was trash. When CPK is like tried and true and proven i guess like you can't go wrong with cpk like people yeah. like cpk so and it had pizza yeah. for the kids pasta um for the adults and pizza for the adults and pizza and pasta for the kids um it had dessert cookies like it was and it had everything that we needed so why not you know salads salads was great everyone everyone enjoyed it and it was held outdoors it was super safe and i loved it um and then, so I paid for that and then also paid for most of the expenses of when we were in Hawaii. Yeah, you know, all, all the that food. food. Yeah, bruh. Yeah, brada. Yeah, brada. Shoots. That's so, dope. yeah. That's dope. Uh, oh. Whoa. Did Robert hit us with a dab right now? <laughs> I sneezed, but I hit the mute as I was going, oh, so it just looks like a dab. I love that the... <laughs> The sound, like the sound check bar, got none of it too. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was solid. At first I thought you were just dabbing. I'm like, Damn. I have my finger on the trick. Yeah, for, for the listeners. Also, like, I'm dabbing because Hawaii is nasty. Yeah, that was like perfect timing. <laughs> the listeners can't see it, but Rob hit us with a perfect dab. Um, but yeah, he muted himself perfectly. That was, that was, that, was yeah. whew, that was a good one. All right. All right. All right. So, cool. so that, was my, that was my recap. My two weeks. Your two weeks. All right. And then I'll popcorn it to Robert. Ooh, the official name. Um, not a whole lot, man. My my day always looks the same, <laughs> whether it's the weekend or work day. It's usually... well, are you guys doing anything to like spice it up a little bit? Um, that's private. <laughs> not, not, in appreciate... not in the bedroom. in the bedroom. Um, no, that is a good point. We do try to like you know get out of the house. Um. And go for a walk. There's like a lake, like a few minutes drive away, and so we usually try and get out there at least on the weekends and stuff. Um, I mean, now that a big thing that's that's going on is the the numbers are trending downward, and so a lot of more things are opening up. Um, so I guess one big thing that's happened recently, happened today, was our our church opened for Ooh. indoor service. Um, oh, sick! Reduced capacity, so it was nice, yeah. nice being in church for the first time I think this year. I now, think- are they doing like spacing? oh yeah oh yeah it's like i said okay. it's, it's reduced capacity and so like there's like a few pews in between all of us a little pew pew 
um, mm-hmm. between each family. Um, so to make sure that we're maintaining uh, at least six That's feet dope. apart. Yeah. So th- that happened. Um, what else are we doing to spice it up? Um, I guess like takeout. <laughs> we're trying to swat, like <laughs> switch up where we're getting like takeout here and there just to make sure we're not just eating like home food all the time. Um, I will say I'm not going to give the name and, and ruin their reputation on, on the podcast, but there is a sushi spot kind of by the house that we were kind of mm-hmm. like leaning on. And we found out that they're being shady. Apparently, like they were, we were trying to call in an order they weren't picking up. And we're like, what the heck? So we had to go down there and order. Or actually, we ended up ordering online. And it turns out when we when we got to the restaurant, they just had the phone off the hook. And we're like, Dang. yo, your, your phone's off the hook. And they were like, oh, okay. Like, didn't fix it. <laughs> didn't do anything. We're like, what is, what is we going know. on? And it turns out that they, they prefer just to go the online route and just have everybody order through like Postmates or DoorDash or whatever Which instead. Is- and I was like, that's such a strange thing to do because you have they have to pay yeah. Yeah. to use those services. That's weird. But I guess, I think they like it because it locks it so that people can't do like substitutions and like special order stuff. And so that they can kind of just have the assembly line of, of sushi rolls and stuff like rolling out. Or if they're like me, they're just socially awkward and they just don't like talking to people on the phone. Like, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, like, if I have to call somebody, I hate it. Like I will do whatever it takes to either postpone it as long as I can, or I try to come up with another way. Like I won't call in. I'll actually go online. And if I can order online, I will absolutely do that. Just so I don't have to talk to somebody because I'm that awkward. <laughs> oh man. And maybe that's them. Do you have like an awesome story of you still having to be on the phone and fucking it up or what? Uh, or is it just like the butterflies, like the nerves? Just it's get just you? the butterfly and the nerves. Like I tend to stutter. I tend to mess up a lot. Like you guys know me and I'm sure the listeners can. I'm sure there's at some point I've done this, but it's just, yeah, I tend to uh, kind of mix up my words and, and become a little scatterbrained. So I just get awkward. So I don't like, I try to avoid that. But that's wild that you're like agreed to do the podcast because no, like, I know this is like but a the like the drink. I have to I have to uh, relax, and I'm just talking to you guys. It's just like, all right, cool. I'm just lounging. We're just chilling. I'm not trying to handle things officially. Um, we're just hanging out. And then, uh, so something else that we're doing to spice it up is planning like local, somewhat COVID safe, uh, like staycations. So in November we went up to Big Bear. Um, we just booked one for the week after next-ish, allegedly. Uh, we're going to be going up to nice. Joshua Tree. Oh, yeah. Sick. Um, as stuff is starting to open up, I know we have, like, family and friends that are, like, starting to book, like, flights and stuff, too. Like, I guess, like, inter, inter, uh, national travel is starting to open up, too. But we're, like, uh, there's no way we're taking I don't a, recommend it. Not taking a babby on an 18-hour yeah. flight or something. So maybe in a few years. So for now, I think we're, like, maxing out, like, three-hour road trips. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. That's what do you guys like? What are you guys planning on doing yeah. in Joshua Tree? I started looking up some stuff. Um, just check out like the downtown area. A lot of it's just going to be like just getting away from it all and just being somewhere new. A lot of you know, especially because we've been like quarantine, we've been in the same spot, like yeah. in the house for days on end. So it'd be nice just to be somewhere else. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're gonna check out the national park, obvi. Um, downtown's supposed to be okay, and then I looked up and saw that they have like this pioneer town which is like old, old, like Western movies, like sets. They just like left mm. up. Yeah. You can go check them out. So definitely want to pop and lock some of those. If you guys don't know, I'm super into like behind the scenes, like movie 
cinephile kind of things. And so visiting old sets and doing tours and stuff like that, I'm all about that life. You're a so. big fan of the Universal Studios tour? Hell yeah, dude. The tram ride? That's probably one of yeah. the best rides there. <laughs> it is, absolutely. I mean, you're just cruising around on the Back to the Future set. Let's be real. It's the Back to the Future set, nothing else. Even though they use it for all sorts of shows, it's the Back mm-hmm. to the Future set. <laughs> you gotta save the clock tower, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, anytime you see it, you're like, that's a clock tower. It's not anything else. <laughs> it's a clock tower. <laughs> just like in WandaVision, I'm not going to get into the story, but in WandaVision, that movie theater, yeah, that's the movie theater from Back to the Future. The clock tower was over there in uh, the Halloween episode. That's where uh, old boy got hit without getting into any spoilers. But uh, yeah, Back to the Future. <laughs> but yeah, Back to the Future. Um, so yeah, that's that's my two-week recap. Um, I'll uh, send it over to Randy Boy. What's your last two weeks been looking like, my guy? Oh, dude. My last two weeks were crazy. So the last time I recorded, I was in a quarantine. And I was in quarantine to prepare to go to training. Um, so I went to my training uh, last weekend. Yeah, we could go today. I flew out to Virginia. And I will tell you, it is sketchy going through airports and flying on planes and stuff like that. Like, I'm going to call them out straight out. Like, Charlotte, Charlotte, North Carolina, that airport is shady when it comes to social distancing basically what social distancing there's none whatsoever there are people everywhere masks yeah there are people wearing masks but there are also a lot of people drinking their starbucks walking around with no mask on but they're eating so they're allowed to have their mask down or whatever but uh it was very very sketchy um there were a bunch of people all of the planes were fully packed um I felt a little bit at ease because I had the vaccine, but that still doesn't guarantee that I'm a hundred percent safe. So I was still nervous. Um, and I went to my training. I did my thing. I mean, I played, uh, I got into Westworld, uh, a good amount that was grinding on Westworld. Cause I had, I was pretty bored. Um, I basically finished season two. I think I have one more episode in season two and there's only three seasons right now. Um, And season three is eight episodes. So this is upcoming week. I'm probably going to grind that out. Uh, It's, it's super good. I highly recommend Westworld. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure I uh, told you guys that before, like Westworld's legit. You guys should watch it. Um, But I got back into it because I stopped at the beginning of season two back when it first aired um and i haven't gotten into it since but now i have time so i wanted to get into it so i did my training i uh did all that and i flew back yesterday i just got home yesterday and i'm back in another two-week quarantine (laughs) so yeah so now i'm just gonna be hanging out at home for another two weeks basically making sure i didn't get sick over my travels um excuse me um yeah so by the time we record the next episode, I'll just be finishing with my quarantine. So we'll see what happens um, in these next two weeks. You'll give us your review of Westworld. <laughs> Basically, at the end of season three, um, I'm trying to think what else I got lined up. I got Lost lined up. Uh, so I plan on doing all six seasons of that. 
I'm just getting prepared for my trip to Florida in a month from now because uh, I'll be there for four months. I'm getting all these shows lined up, ready to go. Um, and Westworld was just a shorter show so far. So that's why I went into it already. But um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else besides that. Yeah, I was quarantining before I left. We didn't do too much. Obviously, I couldn't really leave the house. Um, oh, I got my first COVID test. Oh, my God. Like, I never got tested before. Yeah, this whole time, I never been tested. Now, specifically the nasal test or mm. swab test, as they call it. So that was quite the experience. Uh, I kept I kept saying they poked my brain. That's exactly what it feels like. Um, if anyone asks you, yeah, like what a COVID swab feels like. If it's nasopharyngeal, which is in the nose, it feels like they're legitimately poking your brain. Yeah, like it. Like uh, one of my other friends asked me what it felt like, and I felt like to me it felt like you have a sore throat, like that feeling, like in the back of your throat, and the the person administering the test when I did it, he was like, Hey, you know, I know you're nervous. So here's a tip <laughs> is that swallow while they're testing it because what it does is it relaxes your nasal really cavity, I guess. I mean, I was really good. It was great. I actually wanted him to do it again. Cause that's how good it was. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, when, when you swallow and it's in there, it does feel like you have a sore throat and it's like, Oh, okay. Like, once that happened, I was like, all right, cool. I also didn't know that, like, I didn't know how long the test was. I didn't know that it was like, oh, in one nostril, spin it around for 10 seconds. They take it out and then they put it in mm-hmm. the other nostril and spin it around for 10 seconds. I thought they, it was just like a, they go in there, they poke it and then they pull it out. No, it's it's a a, a 20 second experience of them. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, it's an experience. It's like, oh, snap, this is crazy. Did so, old boy count it out for you or did he, or did you have to count it out yourself? No, he counted it. Like I wasn't sitting there talking. You're sitting there. You're like, he was like, you can close your eyes. You're probably going to tear up. And I was like, uh, dang, right. shout out to yeah, this dude you, who knows everything's like, 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 yo, he made, no, he, he was, you can like, close he, your eyes. I mean, are you sure this he, was a COVID test? bro? <laughs> he said that he administered like over a thousand of them because he was like the main person for the whole base. So he was, okay. he's, he's constantly doing it. And he was like, yeah, let me give you some tips. And he's also like, I get, he gets tested constantly. So I'm like, all right, cool. Cause I told him, I was like, it's to the point now where I'm pretty upfront with, with, uh, nurses and doctors and stuff. I'm like, I'm just gonna tell you straight up. Like when I get a shot, I get pretty nervous. So I might pass out. So they're like, okay, sit down. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> just <laughs> if that's like, upfront versus just like making the medical professional aware of the situation. But I also tell them, I also tell them like, you know, I don't do well with needles. This isn't, this hasn't happened since I've been in the military. So okay. for 14 years, I haven't passed out, but I have a history when I was younger, I used to get super hyped up about it and I would pass out. So I let them know like, Hey, one, I get nervous Two. Don't like I I say this specifically. I'm like, don't dart throw it into my arm. Like you, that's the ver- that's the yeah, word you so use. That's the word I use. I'm like, don't please don't dart throw it into my arm. I get pretty pretty nervous about the whole thing. So please just be gentle, because I've gotten <laughs> dart thrown. Like when you first join the military, you can't just ask well, those things. No. <laughs> you know what I mean, they're just slipping no. your arm. Now now that I'm like more comfortable and I'm one a little bit higher ranking, I'm like, hey, just don't mess me up, please. Like just put it in there i i already know it's not hard to put the needle in my arm just poke me you don't need to stab me with it just put it in there so i i tell them straight up i'm like i get freaked out with needles so now i just do those things i don't know 
hey, it's better to be upfront than just suck it up or whatever. Well, I'm not saying don't be upfront. It's just funny that you think that that's being upfront. But I mean, I tell I tell the nurses or whoever is like doing a taking like blood or something like that. I'm like, yo, I pass out or I feel like I I get woozy. I feel <laughs> I don't know. You could you could vouch for this. I mean, like, is it ever does it ever get weird when people are upfront or like not point that stuff out or like it's not tough, at all. Right? I, like, I really wish people would tell me like, if, yeah. hey, if you're gonna pass out, let me know exactly so I know so I can be prepared and we can get you situated so that you're squared away and we're not trying to figure out what the hell right. just happened to you. If you're having like exactly. if you faint and you have a vasovagal maneuver, like if you're like you're like oh my god, I, I'm uh, oh my god, and you just like pass out. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell just happened? Like, is he having an anaphylactic reaction? Is he just no, is right. this just normal for him? And it's normal for people. Having worked um, over ten vaccine clinics, I don't think I've I've had maybe like one or two people tell me that they're not good with needles, but they're not good with needles in a sense that they are scared of needles not so much the whole like i faint with needles i'll faint yeah 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 and that's where i'm at like like i said i haven't passed out in uh, over a decade but it's more just like hey when i was younger i used to get super amped up and i was scared about them now i've grown to accept them and understand that i get them I just don't, and, and what it is, I just don't like the feeling of things in me. Like I don't like needles, and I don't like the, oh, the, the swab. I, I don't know, know what dude, it is. I don't dude. know if you got a swab or so, a vaccine, bro. I think you're just having a regular Saturday night, bro. At the other lounge, dude, at the other lounge, that dude's gay. <laughs> one thing, one thing that freaks me out, and this is more of like a, a irrational fear. I have a fear that the needle is gonna break in my arm. It's weird. So I like whenever I get a shot, I make sure I don't move. Like especially if they're drawing blood, mm-hmm. it freaks me out because they're sitting there. They put the the needle in the arm and then they move the the strap or whatever it is, and they move it around and they take it off or whatever. It freaks me out. I'm like, please, please don't break, please don't break, please don't break. Like I get so scared, dude. So like I've I've mentioned before, not in the podcast, but uh, to people, like I want tattoos, and. Uh, my mom specifically, she's like, how are you going to get tattoos when you always pass out when you get shots and you're so scared? I'm like, but the thing is that I'm not scared of the shot itself. I'm scared of something being inside of me. And that's not the way it works when when you're getting right. a tattoo. Right, it's right, just, right. it's on the outside. It's like, whatever. So it's like, obviously I haven't gotten a tattoo yet, but I'm more open to it because it's not necessarily a needle going inside of me or something going inside of me. Um, or someone well no i'm definitely open for that (laughs) i in nursing school i was working or i had a like a weekend immunizing incoming recruits at at mcrd so the uh, the marine corps recruiting depot in san diego and again randy is right like in the in the military you do not have the luxury of saying hey I pass out to vaccines. No, you get the vaccine. No, you just stand, you stand there. there. You have your card. Yeah. All privacy is ripped away from you. Pull down your fucking pants and let's <laughs> and take this. Yeah, in, take yeah. this yeah. In the be inside you. It's so. Um, <laughs> when I was there at MCRD, it was I think we were doing flu vaccines, influenza, like uh, hepatitis C vaccines. There's just a, a myriad of vaccines all in one day. 
Yeah, it's like five or six, I think. You go from one person to the next person to the next person to the next person, and it's like a line. And then, meanwhile, you have the drill instructor say, listen up, listen up here, you recruits. (laughs) (laughs) Don't they sound like that, Randy? Dude, and they're like, like, what the fuck are you looking at? What the fuck are you looking at? Look, Look straight. And they're so mad for no reason. I'm just like, uh, sir, he's, he's just 18 years old, sir. Um, like me, little nurse. Nowadays, I just sit there and laugh. I'm just like, yeah, oh, these dude. guys. I'm like, I'm 20. I think I was 24 in nursing school. And I'm just watching. and I'm like, geez, man, like take a chill pill. Jesus. So he's, um, sorry, <laughs> Nancy just closed the door, but it's probably cause I'm get, getting pretty loud. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I your drill instructor. There's marine drill instructors in my in my living room. Um, so they're moving along person to person, and then I remember. So behind there's curtains. They have like little stand up curtains in the back, and that's where they do a bicillin shot, which is penicillin, and to the butt cheek. To the butt cheek. Uh, it's ventrogluteal. Uh, so it goes into the biggest muscle of the body and the biggest muscle of the body is the butt cheek. And for some people, it's also the thickest <laughs> muscle with two C's. With two C's. So two C's. <laughs> they go behind this curtain, they bring down their pant, like they bring down their shorts to just like to reveal the butt cheek. Oh, cause they're probably in, they're not well, in the, like their fatigues or whatever. They're, yeah, like, they're in workout, workout gear. gear. This is like day one or day two of MCRD. So yeah, Damn. And then, yeah, they yeah. do that stuff right off the bat. And then, so there's again, this is the first time like meeting drill instructors, like seeing them. They don't know how to stand at attention, they don't know how to look straight. They're just, this is a brand new to them. They're brand new adults. Yep. So then they go behind this counter or this, the, these curtains. And I remember hearing a body thud on the ground. Oh, just meat hitting the floor. Oh, and it's yeah. like you remember those like those blue mats in PE when you were in like elementary yep. school or middle school and you guys were like doing tumbling or gymnastics or some shit. So that's what was there, and he you just hear a and and he's out cold on the floor. Um and the drill instructor goes, Everybody turn the fuck around. <laughs> And I'm like, Ooh. of course, me. I'm like, uh, is is this kid okay? Is this kid okay? And and That's the church is like, everybody, turn the fuck around. The fuck are you looking at? Turn around. And I was like, oh my god. But it's more froggy. He's like, everybody, turn the fuck around, <laughs> dude. And I was just like, this shit is so intense. So Randy is totally fucking right when. The drill instructors are you like you don't have that luxury of telling somebody I'm gonna no. pass out. Now, now that you mentioned that, like, did you? Oh, if you were only doing butt cheek shots, you weren't using the little no. gun. Um, because I remember when I went through, they just had us in a line, and they used a little shotgun or whatever. <laughs> not, not a shotgun. I was gonna say, gun. I'm sure there's a different word we can yeah, use. Yeah, right. it, <laughs> the gun. Are you ready for the shots? <laughs> it's like injector (laughs) wait a minute so you're talking about like they were injecting recruits or whatever with like the blade serum (laughs) 
<laughs> it was like that. It was like that, but it wasn't to the neck. It was to the arm. But they had us all in a line, and it was just boom, 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 boom. You know what I mean? It's just faster that way instead of having the actual needle. You have to reload it each time. Is there like a clip of all the... uh... my understanding, it's not with a needle. It's with air or something like that. I've I've never seen it since then, so I don't know anything about it. But it's it's weird. It's a different technology. I think they've stopped using that just because um, the chances of an infection or something like that yeah, they might have sterilized it in between, like real quick, like just a quick wipe or something like that. But I remember it was quick, just boom, 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 boom. And then I was like, all right. And then it was like you do one arm or you get shot in one arm and then you turn around and they give you another shot and then you turn around again and they give you another, like, dude, it was back to back to back. And then they were like, all right, smallpox time. And smallpox was you don't get a traditional needle or the gun they give you like it's like a sewing needle and it has the bacteria or whatever it is on there and they put it in your arm and they twist it around and they stab it like a bunch of like times doing or something like that your arm. yeah and then it gets all infected and gross and you can't touch it for like 10 weeks or something like that yeah. like it was net, like the whole time you're in boot camp at least for my boot camp it was eight weeks long so we had the smallpox and it was like you can't touch it for the whole time because it's live like it starts like pussing and gets all gross and you have to like change out the bandage and it's nasty because i remember after i graduated it was still doing its thing and i had to get it changed out a few times even while i was at home um yeah so once i got into the military i got pretty exposed to needles and uh, i just had to uh accept it and uh yeah (laughs) I think that's our All recap. Right. <laughs> that was a good recap. Yeah, needles. Oh man. Any do you guys yeah, have any other stuff. phobias? Like I for being a tall guy, I'm deathly afraid of heights. <laughs> like I cannot stand heights. Like, wait, let's go into that a little bit. Like, what's the feeling when you're on the edge of something? Like, what is the fear there? Is it let's say you're at the space needle I'm, I'm, in Seattle? My fear is if I go over this. Like if I look over the edge of this, and a strong enough wind gust comes through, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get swept off me my uh, off me feet. <laughs> I'm gonna get off, off me way off to my Scotland. Feet and on my way to Scotland. But I I just have that irrational fear. Like oh my god, I'm going to fall over and fall to my death and die. So I mean I can I I don't know I I've never been super duper high up on a building before so i wouldn't know but that's that's one of my irrational fears just just falling over the edge of a building speaking of irrational fears i just want to touch base randy's irrational fear is the needle getting bent or stuck into your body if it's a small enough gauge Mm -hmm, they're meant to bend and it will never break (sighs) okay so most of the most of the needles that you you see and they use and for vaccinations are about 25 gauge. Maybe if they run out of 25 gauge or 27 gauge, they go to 23 gauge, which is a little bit larger, but they all bend like really well. So there's no such thing. Like it will never just break. It'll just come right out to like out with them. Yeah. That might've been something like left over from like world war one days or something like that, where <laughs> they had like shit needles back then or whatever. But yeah, I don't even know where the logic came from. It was no, more I, just, I, I think it's, 
it's just like I feel like it's just so small that it could snap off. And also, mm. I would imagine the metal is very hard. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's it's brittle. So in my head, it's like oh, it's gonna snap off, and then I'm gonna have basically a needle stuck in there forever, and it's just gonna be stabbing me nonstop for the rest of my life. They're Jesus. never gonna take it out. <laughs> like I'm telling you, that's why I'm yeah, so no. scared of it. I it freaks me out. Every year for every year for um, the flu season, I have a patient that specifically requests me because she has a phobia to needles. She sees a therapist, like legitimately, she sees a therapist and they have breathing exercises for when she gets her flu shot. Um, so she, last year was the second year that she came to see me. And the first year I went to see her, she was on my schedule. She came in and she was like, you know, last time I was here, the nurse had a really bad time with me. I had a really bad time with her. She forced me to get the vaccine, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, well, we'll be on your time. And I won't rush you through this. We're going to work on your time. We're going to work at your pace. Let me know how you want me to give you the shot. So she was like, okay, bring the needle closer. Bring the needle closer. Stop right there. And I'm like, oh, shoot. This is serious. Damn. So she was playing... She was playing like red Bro. light, green light with the needle. You got. She had to and be ready. You she would stop like, and then she'd like mutter something under her breath, close her eyes and mutter something under her breath. I'm pretty sure it was like, Red Rover, Red Rover, please send the needle over. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> but she would legitimately close her eyes, mutter something underneath her breath and then go, okay, bring it closer, closer, stop right there. And I was like, oh my God. But after... You're like, oh, After, we're done. I, I, I already got I remember, you. <laughs> um, for, I think it was like 48, 47 or 48 minutes, 47 to 48 minutes before I gave her the injection. Jeez. How far Dude. away were you, bro? That's like across the room. Yeah, like how, was, much closer, how much closer can you get? She just coughs it was, and it's in her arm. It was, uh, it was rough. It was really rough for her. Um, that's wild, man. No, but that's dope that she trusts you. To yeah. do it again. So, mm-hmm. I just want, you know so what I mean? It's funny because like the next day on my desk was like a let like a card, like a thank you card. She spelled my name wrong. Mm-hmm. And then Ty. <laughs> uh, and then she gave me peanut brittle. Oh. Ooh. And for the listeners that don't know, Alan is highly allergic to yeah. peanut butter. S- or is peanuts. it nuts or, or just peanuts. peanut butter? Peanuts. Yeah. Peanuts. Okay. So she gave So you could still fuck with like almond joy. I don't I don't know. I just I tried to stay away. I don't think he's not taking the I risk. <laughs> you're like, take a bite. You're like, mm, I guess I am. <laughs> and then we start talking like the drill instructors at MCRD. <laughs> Everybody turn around. So, so then this year so or this last season, she came to see me again. And this time it took me about 32 minutes. So, and then she's like, okay. mom said, okay. <laughs> she's like, mom said, I'm going to get a tattoo. If I, if I do my vaccine, like, okay. And I'm like, cool. Like, Hey, that's great. You know, a tattoo is much easier. Like Randy said, tattoo is much easier. She has that same phobia of like a needle going into her. And then she visualizes the needle going in and injecting fluid into her arm. And that's her phobia is that she visualized like in a foreign object into her arm. And I'm like, dang, like, I never thought about that. But I told her, I'm like, rest assured, like, you know, this is a tried and true process. I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't trust the sciences, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, she's, again, the next day, spelled <laughs> spelled my name wrong. 
also the same trade goes. <laughs> well, was it like yeah, ALAN, A-L-A-N kind of thing? Oh, nice. Mm, okay, it wasn't like yeah. Steve, and you just jack Steve's yeah. peanut butter. <laughs> so next time, next time she comes in, if I'm still there, I'm gonna be like, hey, by the way, I really, I really appreciate the letter and the peanut butter. But I also want to let you know I'm really allergic to this stuff, and you're spelling my name wrong. <laughs> yeah. You can't do that, dude. There's yeah. a thought that counts. Thing, yeah. Hilarious as shit if she's like, "What peanut brittle? What letter?" <laughs> and you're like, "Oh my god." So yeah, um, that's one of Randy's irrational fears. So I just had to dispel that. It's not. It's not ever going to break into your arm. Um, your muscle. You don't. You don't know that. You don't know that. You don't, know how, you don't know my guy's <laughs> muscles? Yeah, what if my muscles are so strong it breaks it in there? Your, your muscle will <laughs> get fucked up before that needle bends. I'll just say that. <laughs> Good to know. That actually yeah. does put me at ease a little bit. Yeah. Thank That's, you, Alan. Thank you. Thank you, Alan. 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 <laughs> your peanut brittle yeah, is on the way. <laughs> yeah. um, All right, Rob, will, what you got? My irrational fear, and it still kind of exists to this day, but it definitely was prevalent more last year. I had an irrational fear that I would drop my baby. I would drop. I don't know if that's an irrational fear, bro. As an infant, it's not. So that's the thing. Is like that that got dispelled. It it got dispelled because it wasn't just that. Um, It was like I would drop her, and she would like, you know, she would like serious injury. Something crazy would happen, and. um, I read about it. Someone else had posted like a similar question on Reddit. It was like, what is an irrational fear? And someone else had wrote that, that they were scared that they would drop their baby. And apparently that's like an innate thing that most people have. And the reason that like psychologically or whatever that we have that is so that people hold their babies even closer Mm. or tighter. So your body like will trip out on that fear. And I wonder if that's where most fears stem from. Like the fear of heights is because it's like your body's like self preservation kind of thing. Like, Yo, I think that is, that's edge. how it is. Yeah. Um, with the baby preservation, I guess you can call it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's the same thing. It's like, why do you, why do all parents think that their baby is the cutest baby ever? It's to give you an emotional attachment to your kid True. to make you want to take care of that kid. You know what I mean? Like, cause I'm not trying to say kids are <laughs> ugly or whatever, but it's like every parent, it's like every parent thinks that their kid is the cutest thing ever. You know what I mean? I just want like wait, wait, wait. Let me pause you I there. My mom thinks I I was an ugly as fuck kid, dude. Let me. <laughs> Damn. Let me oh no. my god. She, I, she really thought I was gonna be the ugliest fucking kid ever. She's saying that she's saying that as an adult messing with you. There's no yeah, way. Yeah, I'm sure. This is a live call that's happening. Amazing. Here we go. Here we go. I want to hear this. Hey, mom. Let's see if she answers. You're on my podcast. The boys want to know what you thought of me as a if as a, as a kid. What did you think I looked like? Oh my god! <laughs> what am I gonna say? What What did you What do you always say when I came out as, as a baby? As a what baby. did you think I looked like? Your bangit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> bangit is ugly in Tagalog. <laughs> goodness so (laughs) ruthless yeah so because we were talking about how um we some people think their kids can't be ugly but you legitimately cried that i was an ugly baby (laughs) yeah i did why no that's it 
Okay, thanks, Mom. Yeah. Just because say she's ruthless. Were, because you were, you look like a tadpole with things coming out of your ears. Yeah, yeah, the the little skin tags. Skin tags, yeah. And you cried because I was ugly. Well, I don't know if I Dang. cried. I was kind of like, oh my god, what happened? <laughs> okay. <laughs> my firstborn. <laughs> okay, thanks, Anyway, Mom. you're welcome. Goodbye. Thanks. Okay, thanks, Ozzy. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, my mom. My mom Ruthless. thought I was ugly as hell, and I mean, I didn't blame her because I saw my baby pictures and I was like, <laughs> I, saw for sure. I, was, I was, I was ugly as fuck. Dude, I would, I'd be a little bit dis- discouraged as a parent if I saw me as a baby. No, <laughs> but then I started putting on the baby clothes and I was like, all right, I look like a normal baby. I'm straight. Yeah. No, go. I had little skin there tags coming out of my ears so that they like surgically removed as a baby. So like they were never they never came to fruition, but they were like skin tags. Oh, dude, just imagine yeah. if they did. Like <laughs> but they were legitimately skin, uh, skin tags and they were coming like out of my ears and I had them surgically removed. So, yeah, my mom thought I was an ugly baby. Interesting. Continue continue. Wow, Sorry about okay. that. <laughs> yeah rob oh that was it i mean irrational fear was just dropping babies but i mean that's good to know that not all parents have that preservation some of them is <laughs> my baby's ugly it's okay if i drop it i guess yeah. whoops whoops Ooh, was that oil that i had before i carried you did i have oh no you wiggled too much <laughs> <laughs> Did I eat some extra buttered popcorn before I held you, baby? <laughs> Whoops! Oh man! Oh my gosh! You guys are no, horrible. I skipped. I skipped the baby phase. I went straight, Dang. straight to seven years old. Don't worry. Hopefully. You're gonna be Hopefully at the baby phase. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if my needles, my needle fear, is my irrational fear. I have a fear of it. I would say um, that's pretty rational because it won't break off. But that's from a medical standpoint. A lot of people have that fear, so I don't know if that. Well, we can say that's irrational. Yeah. Oh, but then you could say you could say the same thing with Rob too. Like, if a lot of people have the fear of dropping their kid. Okay. All right. So. Here. But I'll go with needles. I'll go with needles just to keep it, just to keep it, uh, keep it easy. Yeah, the needles are my irrational fear. But I also have the thing about death, that's, which you guys know about for a lot of people. Um, but uh, that's normal. Yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> So again, the self-preservation thing, dude. Yeah, yeah. So just to put that out there a little bit, I have a pretty big fear of death. Just in general, like I don't know. And it, it stems from the unknowing. Like I don't know what happens if I die. Is it just eternal darkness? Or is it, you know, is there uh, something else afterwards? I hope there's something people, afterwards. So people say but, that like yeah. if you think about it, dogs, like dogs that come into your life can be past family members that have passed away and just keep re-entering your life when you buy a new dog or get a new dog. And I'm like, huh, it's a cool way to think. Cool. That, but that's yeah, random I'd say that's though. random, but I think that's like just a cool way of thinking about dogs and how they're like man's best yeah. friend. Yeah. That's why yeah. they're so loving. Unconditionally loving. But it depends on who though. So what happens if it's like an asshole oh. dog? Or an asshole it, owner though. I guess that's true. I don't know. All right, so you guys are just blowing, the- blowing holes into my theories here, man. You know, fuck it. It's eternal darkness, I mean, my we'll friend. We'll never know. 
<laughs> That's what I'm so scared of. <laughs> No, not yeah. darkness. No, I think that's that's what keeps keeps us living life to the fullest is that we don't know what happens on the other side. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, it's funny. Speaking of that, like, I feel like going back to the girl dad topic. I feel like that that mindset of I don't know what's gonna happen when I when I die, or I don't know even when it's gonna happen. That is what drives me to be quote-unquote the best father i can be you know what i mean like it's like damn i don't i don't know what's gonna happen and i don't know when it's gonna happen so i have to make sure that today is the best day i can provide i was good yeah don't get me wrong it's a lot easier said than done but yeah i think that's a big drive and i think that's for most parents in general some days there's some days where uh, sydney wants to like play like wants to wrestle some days Sydney wants me to carry her to bed and then some days I just some days I don't want to do it but there's but then I remember like you know these are the moments where she's gonna be like you know my papa bear brought me to bed or like my papa bear always wrestled with me when I was when even when he was tired so yeah I I share that sentiment with you and it's a good sentiment to have and all fathers and papa bears listening out there do it do it for your babies Hey, don't forget, you're the only Papa Bear. All right, there's no other Papa Bears. Uh, okay, all right. Damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. So speaking speaking of death, um, like that kind of goes. How y'all want to go out? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh man, that's a deep topic. But I don't know if I want to get into that. I don't want to put any bad juju on my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do it. One, do it. there was an Ask Reddit topic that I kind of just like thought about or that I read about um, and were there any instances in your life where you dodged a huge bullet um, whether it be like you know like you made a left turn instead of making a right turn and the people in the right lane got smashed in a car wreck or or like dodging final destination I mean, stuff it may not be that basically. it could be like it could be like you forgot to text a girl back and she ghosted you from there on, but then you found out that girl was actually legitimately crazy or, you know, something like that. Serial okay. killer. Yeah. I mean, we, okay. you don't have to put names out just to keep it. Uh, oh, I'm going to call <laughs> this person. I'm going to call out <laughs> Brittany. I don't know. I don't know any Brittany. So that, that's a safe, that's a safe, uh, that's a safe, that's name. a safe, safe joke. But, um, <laughs> do you have you, you guys, yeah. Touched bullet. I'm not off the top of my head, like a moment where I was like, yo, I missed like stepping off the curb too early, but there was definitely an instance in high school where I felt my crew shifting and like they got heavily into drugs and like ditching school Mm. and stuff. And I know it doesn't sound like very after school special, but I just like, there was actually like moments where they were like, yo, we're not getting on the bus today. We're going to stay home and smoke weed and play Smash Brothers. You want to chill? And I Sounds was like, like a good yeah, time. You fucked up, bro. Ah, man. <laughs> but so, yeah, I just, I got on the school bus that day and I like never really looked back. I mean, I still talk to those dudes every now and then, but yeah, I just like knew that that wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't my life. life. And it's, it was, ref- yeah. And it was refreshing because you know, thanks to like Facebook and social media and stuff, you just kind of like do your little creeper thing where you go and check on people from high school and stuff. And those dudes, I wouldn't say they're living life to the fullest or they're like living in like a back alley with like needles in their arms or anything, but it's just, they, like, they had a different path. I can tell that I, 
I did all right. Yeah. yeah. So they, yeah. they can. So I wouldn't say necessarily like dodge uh, a bullet, but definitely. That's not a life you wanted to live. That's true. good. I mean, that's a good bullet to dodge. I mean, like, I think having grown up in the, in the community that Randy and I grew up in that, be, you know, have being so involved with gangs and gang violence and having been surrounded by people in, in gangs, I feel like having left that community behind without so much as a record on my, you know, a criminal record, like I feel is a win in, in itself. Like I wasn't part of a gang. Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all could throw hands. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So whoop. Gang, gang. <laughs> Jesus. Whoop-de-whoop. <laughs> clack, clack. No, I'm just like. Oh, my gosh. Um, no, I'm just, you know, that's that's a do- that's a bullet. We dodged as, you know, coming from Southeast San Diego is that we didn't Absolutely. get involved in gangs. We made it out okay. I, I know people. Well, I wouldn't say we didn't get involved. We, but, you know, <laughs> we didn't, we, we didn't, didn't stay, stay involved. involved. Um, we made it out of Southeast San Diego fine. We have careers. Um, I know people who were in gangs and made careers. Um, and, it's just, but it's also sad to see friends that are still involved in gangs. Uh, well, well, and then there's still some friends yeah. that didn't make it out. Like, I I know a couple of people that definitely yeah. died in high school. You know, and it's like that's crazy to know. Cause yeah, when when you mentioned that, that's immediately what I thought of. It was that I didn't necessarily choose. <laughs> I didn't path. choose the life. Like, the life chose me. No, 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 no. Cause I was gonna say like. I dodged a bullet because I moved, right? Like I, like if it was up to me, I wouldn't have moved. I would have stayed in Southeast San Diego. I would have kept going to Morse, you know, shout out Morse 06. Um, if it was my choice, I would have stayed. But my sophomore year, my family packed up when we moved up north to Temecula. Now that was definitely dodging a bullet. If I didn't, or if I, yeah, if I didn't move, I wouldn't I, have graduated. I would have had school. a baby at I, seventeen. I I probably would have had a baby a lot earlier. I, I I just the path that I was going on was not a good path. Um so I think that it was a good move on my my mom's part. I'll I'll say that. Um so I appreciate that. And there are a lot of factors that went into me turning things around. Um so I definitely dodged that bullet. Um and I'm very happy. I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it wasn't really for all that stuff to go down because yeah i mean like alan said it was gangs and and girls and just bad grades and distractions and and all the alliteration like like it was gangs girls grades like it was was bad (laughs) it was bad man like (laughs) 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 those things are sharp as hell but uh, yeah, I definitely dodged that bullet. Like, I I don't think I would be where I'm at today with with the things that I have and and stuff like that. Um, if I continued the path, I think Alan and I would probably still know each other. But if I continued, I pro- Rob probably wouldn't be in our picture, honestly. If if I didn't move, um, but I'm glad that it worked out. Just for you, Rob. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, it'd be a different podcast. You guys would all probably be wearing a lot more red. Speaking, uh, yeah, absolutely. No blue, but I'm not. <laughs> Whoa, red Ooh. socks! Yeah, Dang, red, okay, red Alan. Supreme socks. 
<laughs> By the way, I put my foot up and I, I immediately cramped in my left hamstring, dude. Uh, <laughs> Wait, speaking of Supreme, didn't you just get the purple, the oh, purple set? Oh, that's a fucking surprise, dude. Hopefully my 13-year-old cousin is not listening to my podcast. Oh, awkward. No. You should have said yeah for yourself, no, fool. I, I did. Yeah, yeah fool. Damn, the Southeast talking. The, See, sometimes the Southeast is Southeast coming out. The streets the gang, slip the out. The gangster can leave the gang. <laughs> but the gang can't well, leave the gangster? Gang. That makes sense. I don't know. Mm, All right. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Okay, well, never well, mind. Did you didn't get the purple a, supreme. Put that on a pillow. Wink. Wink, wink. Wink, wink, wink. Whoa, those are some fast winks. Yeah, I think that's what most of my instead of getting shoes, going back to that topic, instead of getting shoes, I've been getting a lot of uh supreme stuff. Um a lot of shirts and hats and accessories. That's been my vice, I guess you can call it. Okay, wait, 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 wait. All right. So we're gonna go back to that biggest ball um bullet dodged. Rob, you said if you were still part of that crew, you'd probably be a little bit more involved in like drugs. So let's, let's, yeah. let's, drugs play, and let's alcohol. play devil's advocate. Where do you think you'd be if you were? Like if you, if you didn't if dodge I was on that, that path. Um, let's see. Where are those dudes now? You'd uh, probably one, be a super like smash I have, champion. I have like, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> uh, I know that crew, those dudes didn't graduate oh, high school shit. and ended up, trying to go for like GED status after the fact, like years after, um, or I don't even know. They like they're working, but it's through like hookups, like family, wow. family owned business kind of stuff. So man, if that was my life, I don't, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be where you I are. Guess I'd be, no nah, man, most, I mean, most jobs require like high school education. So that'd be like a huge stopgap. I don't know. Well, I probably would drop high school diploma like GED. or GED. Well, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I would have smashed cause I mean, that, high school dude, it, stuff. when you think about that stuff and you look back at life and you see where that crossroad mm-hmm. came between your, between crew or you. Ooh, you know? damn. Okay. Hey, wow. Versus you. You. I like it. <laughs> I just, okay. I practiced that before this podcast. This is all pre-practice, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Alan stands in front yeah. of the mirror for a long you time. You know, I even have like the, I even have the hand <laughs> gestures, you know, but, um, <laughs> Do you ever look back and you're just thinking about those instances where you saw that fork in the road and you're like, fuck, man, if I did not choose myself and my path, like I would not have gone to your job where you met Angie, you know, your wife, and you would not have, which led to where you are right now with a baby. You know what I mean? Like, do you ever think about this shit? Like, that's true. So I do talk about that fork in the road with Ange and where if I hadn't met her, I would still be like 60, 80 pounds Mm -hmm. heavier. I would still be probably working at Best Buy. Never would have finished college. (laughs) Still be lounging. (laughs) I don't know if I would have gotten out of that life. Like, you know, I I know we've taken turns like shouting out to our significant others and and wives and stuff. But 100%, I have to, you know, I tell my wife all the time too, like if it wasn't for her, I would have been a really like heavy dude, which, which, you know, no hate against heavy dudes, but I definitely was, was Mm -hmm. getting up there and weight and waist size and stuff. 
but then also like I was complacent at that time. Like I was okay with working at Best Buy. I mean, again, no off- no offense to anyone working like retail or anything, but she she like really pushed me to to finish out all my goals, like finish college, um, look for a better job, and not necessarily work in the work in the warehouse. Push, push you to be a better so, person. I mean, if it wasn't for her, man. Yeah, man. Like definitely the like the best version of myself is is all due to to Ange. Man. Um, so yeah, shout out. that's that's my fork in the road. That's my bullet dodge is jumping in front of her Damn. gun. I guess. Shout. Jesus. Shout out. Shout out, Ange. <laughs> like that's that's a huge do- bullet dodge, dude. And then Randy, um, ha- if you had gone down your bullet, or down, you know, down the other way, your crew versus you, like where do you think you'd be? Uh, oof. Going back, I think I would have already had a kid way earlier. Um, I would Obviously, not because you're a little sex it. machine. Uh, I, no comment. <laughs> Rob, Rob's making the the stink face because that's my brother-in-law. So, <laughs> um, oof. I I don't think I had a particular fork like that with a uh, with a crew because, like I mentioned, that I basically got ripped away from my crew you know what i mean like i had to um i had to leave so i didn't have a choice i had to leave the crew um but my fork in the road or my saving grace similar to rob and and his wife um was my wife jen uh rob's sister jen um if i wanted to see her at all because she still went she still lived in san diego and i was up north if i ever wanted to see her or even Alan too, because don't get me wrong, Alan was 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 part of the crew that I was trying to see. You know, I had to have good grades. Uh, my mom definitely did a good job and figured out ways to motivate me, um, to get things done. You know what I mean? Like she knew that okay, if she, I think she knew all along that I could do well in school. It was just more of how do you get me engaged. Um, and she knew that if I wanted to go to San Diego, which I still had a huge passion for, like all of my friends were still down there. I wanted to be down there all the time. She knew that if I wanted to go down there, then I need to perform. So every week I had to get progress reports and talk to all of my teachers. And they were, they did not hesitate. They were like, oh yeah, you didn't turn in your homework or whatever. I'm going to write that on the paper. And if I didn't, yeah, if I didn't turn in that paper on Friday, Looks like I'm not going to San Diego Friday night, plain and simple. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, Jen showed up at a good time um, where she motivated me to go down there and see her, you know, and and then, you know, Rob came in the picture much later. But, you know, um, if I wanted to go down there, I had to have good grades. I had to turn it around. And I went from. I think the lowest GPA that I had was like a 0.6. Like basically straight Fs. Like the only, it was like straight Fs and oh then like a D. Oh my God. It was the D. Yeah. The D, I think <laughs> the D, it was like PE. The D or was obviously like that. when like, he was getting swabbed. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like it was, it was bad. Like really bad. Like I didn't do anything. Like Damn. I literally would just go to class and just sit there and I would not pay attention. I would just sit there and talk. Like, what it, the it hell was were you doing during um, lectures, dude? Like that's just uh, that's just dead nothing. time. Like I had, like I remember specifically in my physics class. This was in eighth grade when I was at Bell. 
Um, I remember specifically, I had such an attitude, a poor attitude, and I would yell at the teacher. Like I would be like, no, I'm not going to listen to this. You're not going to, you can't do anything about it. Um, I, I remember I would lie down in class, like on one of the tables. Like I just didn't care. It was, it was bad. Dude. Very, very bad. Um, but I was like, I'm just, I'm not going to listen. I'm just going to go to sleep right here. I have to be here. I'm not trying to get kicked out. Like, like go to jail or get expelled but i'm just not gonna listen i don't i don't know what my logic was like i didn't think about these things um were you one of the kids that would um like take notes or like borrow first of all you would borrow paper because you never fucking brought your own paper but then after like the the class ended you would just stuff your shit in your backpack like just the loose papers in there it's funny that you mentioned that because jen when she talks about how i was I I only ever got a half inch wide binder, oh, like the, the small binder, <laughs> the, the small binders, and all I had all I had in there was a few loose papers. Like I didn't have a lot, and that's all I would carry in my backpack. That's all I had was that one binder, and then sometimes I didn't even bring a backpack. I just held you, that binder. Were you the type of dude, oh you the like, type of dude any- that rocked a black JanSport, like? tightened the hell up to your back all the way to the back and then you and then you carried you carried your binder yeah like you have to have your backpack you back then you couldn't have your backpack fully loaded well, no. like you, you can't put a lot of things in there like it doesn't look cool yeah it wasn't cool so i would either hold the binder or i would put the binder in my backpack but yeah it was a tight jansport black backpack actually no i didn't have a jansport it was I ended up with a Jansport, but at the beginning, it was actually some random brand where it looked like a Jansport, but it had a leather bottom, and I had all these random people oh, right God, on there. So it was all tagged out, and it was all, you know, like, and at the time, I had girls riding Ooh. on it and whatever, you know what I mean, and friends riding on it, but that was the thing. Like, I didn't pay attention in school. I didn't apply myself. So going back, like, I super dodged that bullet. Looking back now, I'm like, high school wasn't hard like you know and and all these things aren't hard it's just we i i needed to have that motivation and jen was you know motivation. what i mean like and 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 jen was the motivation like if i wanted to yeah and i, and I turned it around so i went from yeah like a a 0.6 gpa to like Damn. a 3.8 like i i really turned it around yeah when i when i went to when i moved and i was in temecula like i i basically had straight a's um so I really turned it around. I applied myself. And at the end of high school, I had a good time. Like I had a good friend uh, base um, and I was doing things and here I am today. So I I definitely dodged a bullet um, and life would have been very different if we didn't move. Mm, Preach. Um, My bullet dodged um, again, the Southeast San Diego. So if I didn't, if I chose crew over me, um, I probably would be in the same spot, uh, not really doing much of my life, not really, just, you know, just complacent. I was like in and out of college and community college is working at GameStop, Pizza Hut, places like that. And I, I don't know if I would have amounted to anything, uh, if I didn't move up to, to Escondido, um, where I met my wife. So, um, shout out to my wife and shout out to all the wives um because it sounds like the- mm-hmm. sounds yeah. like they all turned us around so, shout mm-hmm. out to everybody all right well i think that's a, a good place to uh to kind of book 
book market for us today. I don't know how you guys are feeling. We went through a lot, man. It was like, I like the you versus Cruise stuff. Yeah. Bullets dodged. Irrational we didn't even get fears. out into, Yeah, we didn't even get out into like real topics. We just were just sitballing. That was a good lounge Jewish session. Shit. Yeah, that was yeah, good. That got deep. All right. Well, uh, thank you all for listening to this week's episode. Um, please do not forget to follow or subscribe to our channel on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher to know when we drop a new episode. Um, and if you liked this episode, please hit the like button, and that's going to help our podcast grow. So uh, from all of us, thanks for stopping by the lounge. We'll catch you guys Bye. next time. Catch Bye. you later. Uh, I don't. I have no idea how this thing is gonna go when it comes to editing. I go. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> that deep, that deep slurp at the You're end like of that shake. <laughs> Ooh, I'm Ooh. sorry. I'm at the end of my drink. <laughs>